1: in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account. I'm your host, Ruto, joined by AJ Hayfley. Uh, Some Avalanche news today, uh, probably not the free agent news that everyone was hoping to hear, but there's still time in the day for that to happen. We'll see how tonight plays out. Uh, for this show, though, The Avs traded for Curtis McDermott. There were also uh, a few other trades around the NHL we can talk about, but we'll get to those in a second. Uh, This trade didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, AJ. Are you going to be, are you going to explain it to me or are you going to be confused and, and sad about it?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a pretty obvious, um, I think it's a pretty obvious deal here. Um, The analytics department clearly went to lunch and (laughs) Sackett got on the phone and hurried up and called Ron Ron Francis and said, I need that guy who led the Kings in hits per 60 last year that you guys took in the expansion draft. Gimme, gimme, gimme. And he gave up his favorite asset to give up, which is a fourth-round pick, um, because he gives those up
1: all the time. He does... He, it's been 3 years in a row now he's traded the fourth i think i mean just going i mean like
2: going back to like colin wilson like that's true even like, longer than that yeah it's the guy gets he just he's like nope if you have a, if you have a depth guy that we want the fourth is, our fourth is something we are very comfortable giving
1: up I'm, <sighs> all right let me preface everything i'm going to say on the show with the fact that i'm sure Curtis McDermott is a great human being. I'm sure he could... So, ab- word,
2: word on the street is that he is a great, like... Dude. like yeah. Like, like character-wise, like, he's great in the
1: room, which... Neat. <laughs> neat. Uh, I'm sure he could beat the pants off of me both in the game of hockey and literally. Uh well, he
2: is, like, 6'5 <laughs> and jacked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so... Like, so, like, we've set some ground rules that it's nothing against him as a person. I mean, he, He's an unbelievably good hockey player for having made it to the NHL at all. But I don't it's understand. That, like,
2: We have to, like, qualify that because we're about to, like,
1: turbo dunk on yeah. what he's done in the NHL. Yeah. Looking at his statistics, it's not good. So, basically... Take
2: what Patrick Nemeth did in the playoff series against Vegas. Yep. And that's Curtis McDermott defensively
1: all the time. Just always. It's his his defensive metrics are unbelievably bad. Like there is a legitimate case that he may be the worst defenseman in the NHL that played over 10 games it's bad i don't know what i don't know what to tell you like the actual numbers of his hockey play are as you can see atrociously bad atrociously atrocious like <laughs> i don't know how you can put this guy on your nhl roster in your nhl lineup and say you've made your team better um I, I even struggle to understand, like, the point everyone has made. Look kind of how deep red that bar is. Yeah, that, that expected goals against is it's all the way at the bottom. It's breaking the graph uh, at this point. Um, and, and where I struggle with this is the conversation around him is like, well, he'll add grit. He'll add some physicality. The abs needed some of that. In, in a certain sense, I don't necessarily disagree with that. But also when you look at his numbers, and I understand that hits is not a particularly well-tracked stat. It's inconsistent he, as hell, arena to arena. But he's not even in the top 100 NHLers in hits per game or per 60 last year. It's not like this dude is running out there and hitting everything that moves. He's averaging two hits a game. Uh, I think it was about seven and a half hits per sixty, which it's the top hundred all average well over ten hits per sixty. Yep. Um, it's so... not it, the thing that he does is punch people in the face. Which, if you want that, cool, great, I get it. I don't understand how that's a reaction to the Vegas series in which fighting wasn't particularly relevant to the outcome of the series. Yo, finishing though. He's got a great shot, right? Yeah, his two goals that he, he finished on 16 shots this year really uh, really helped him finish, I guess. I, he, he led the Kings in shooting percentage at 12.5%. I loved that that made the press release. Yeah, that was like the first line, and I was like, really? Really? <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> Tied
2: for third in goals amongst Kings defensemen. That's he also led Los how Angeles bad is the Blue Kings Liners defense at scoring. as was what this suppressor is about. Seven point three eight uh, hits per sixty
1: minutes. So I just don't. Do we have his? Uh, do we have his isolateds? Because I really want to show the defense. The deep, deep, yeah, deep here we go. This artboard is this him? It is him. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> It's really, really bad.
2: So for the <laughs> listeners who aren't watching this live, uh, this is so offensively, you want that to be red and defensively, you want that to be blue. He got it back. He's got a little backwards. And these are huge numbers, <laughs> but in the reverse direction of what you want. Okay. Okay. The fact that he's negative offensively, I can live with. There's a lot of decent NHL players who are like that. He's not a play driver. Fine. But if you're going to be a defensive defenseman that punches people and hits people and brings grit and physicality, maybe you don't want to go out and get a guy who's been so horrific defensively that the heat map with him in his own zone Looks like a skinned knee right in front of your that own is, goal.
1: That is not a skinned knee. That is the blood of the goaltender who is bled out in the yeah, crease from all the shots this dude is giving up. A, like a gunshot wound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where the blood bad. is just
2: squirting out all over the rest of the zone. It there's nothing positive about this. There's nothing, there's like no dressing this up. The only way you could dress it up is, hey, well, 2018-19 wasn't so bad, where he
1: also had his least number of games played. And and this is a, a further concern is I think his, his biggest season he played, what, 44 games? 45. 45, okay. So either way, has not come anywhere close to playing a full season in his career. He played 22 last year. 28 last year. twenty. It was 28. All right. All right. I got to pull up his stats, I guess. Either way. He played about half the season, and you can see why he only played half the season. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm really struggling with this one. From
2: uh, the- I'm I'm not struggling with it at all. They wanted they wanted a thumper, they wanted a big, and they wanted a face puncher. They wanted physicality. They wanted that that old school mentality where they wanted. They wanted a dude to go out
1: there and run around and smash they him got, and stuff. They got a big face puncher. I'm with you on that. I understand that part of it. I just uh, there were there had to be better options if they wanted someone who wanted to be physical during play, because I just don't think he's that physical beyond starting fights. Yeah, not that he's not physical, but this is this is the thing that.
2: and the, this this is the thing that that I just don't get right you do this the day before the free agency market opens up where
1: i mean like in my thing yesterday I signed Yanni Hawkenpa like you could go get any any dude that's willing to punch some faces for not a fourth round pick right
2: and like fortune like and I get i get that Curis McDermott costs 875k. Sure, quite a like salary-wise. I get that that is very cheap. I understand. But for, the, for an extra 400K, maybe, they could have gotten just about anybody on the free agent market that don't have
1: on-ice results this awful. To be clear he got 875 K last year, roughly, I suppose he was probably on the taxi squad. So he probably got about 875 K last year for four points. That's over $200,000 a point. And And I'm like, and points aren't everything, but
2: especially with defensive defensemen got it. Like this is the, the the abs haven't made very moony moves in the last few years where you're just like, This dude is just
1: not very good.
2: (laughs) You know, like, like even, even like the deadline made sense. It didn't go well. Like it did. That didn't turn out very well, but it made sense. There was, you could understand the plan behind it. Yeah. Like there was, there was logic to it. And the logic to this is we wanted a big, we wanted a, we wanted an, a a mean, we wanted physical, we
1: wanted, okay. Is this guy even in your lineup? I want to get to that. We do need to take our break first because this trade really does make me want to drink. So uh, go get yourself some Breck Brew. I got myself an avalanche right here. You can get it down at the DNVR bar. Uh, You can also get it at your local liquor store. Grab their good company hard seltzers if you see them. As we've been saying, they fly off the shelves. Uh, uh, as fans might be might be looking to Breck Brew for a handful of reasons in the coming days, whether it be this trade, possibly Landy, possibly Grubauer, could be drinking in celebration or sadness. I don't know. Either way, Breck Brew has you covered. Then you can head on over to Solace Meds. They are just a couple blocks down from the DNVR bar in Denver, but they have four locations in Colorado, including one in Fort Collins. You can get in there and get whatever you might need. They have a bunch of in-store deals, but you can order online as well and get 20% off when you use code DNVR20. and can get your pickup all set up. You can get in there, get whatever you need. Get out quickly, super fast and easy. My favorite way to do it, to be honest. I I live in a world where like, if I actually have to go somewhere and order things, I just won't go there anymore. Like if I'm picking something up, I have to be able to order it from the app or online beforehand. That's just my entire life now. So I'm glad to see more and more companies switching over to that style. Solace meds is one of them. Uh, Be sure to check them out. And then when you save yourself some money using all of our DNVR codes, you can sign up for a DNVR annual membership as well. Help support us. You can get all of our awesome content. I'm sure AJ has uh, plenty of written pieces Maybe not loaded up yet, but as soon as the Avs start doing stuff in free agency, he'll have he'll have stuff to post. He'll have thoughts, which you can basically only get through DNVR now since he's still not a free AJ in the in the Twitter world. So jailed AJ, <laughs> jailhouse AJ. Is that you, prison AJ? How are the Dementors? They just
2: suck out my soul. All right. Well, they, they reduce all happiness. Fair enough. <laughs> they basically, they basically put me in a world where the only conversations I'm allowed to have are with people who think Sam Gerard should be traded.
1: <laughs> that is pretty soul sucking. I'm not going to lie. Uh, in any case, use, use the NVR. get our cool stuff. You get a free shirt with an annual membership, big beers, at the bar, access to the lounge. All sorts of awesome stuff. So, highly recommend it. If you want to try it, I think the the like one month trial is like ninety nine cents or something. So, at very least, give that a shot if nothing else. Uh, anyway, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. You've explained the logic behind it already. I'm, I'm with you on that. Now we have to talk about the fact that the Az are willing to give it by fourth round pick for this guy. <laughs> it's an overvalue i think i think we would all agree on that but the implication is you trade a fourth round pick for a guy you're going to put on your nhl roster right did, did yeah. the avs or did the avs just trade a fourth round pick for a guy they're just going to send to the no NHL?
2: There, it doesn't make any sense for the plan to be to send him to the AHL. why would you give up a pick for that right i mean why would you give up a pick for this guy at all but also true whatever that's clearly done already.
1: There's no going back now.
2: Um, also, I just love that Seattle went through the entire expansion draft now, and all they've gotten is two fourth-round picks. Yeah. It's it's so weird, man.
1: That team's going to be bad too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well... It's so strange. <laughs> but hey, they still have a Carson Torinsky, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In any case.
2: Uh, yeah, so- I saw I saw the Larry Brooks thing uh, saying that the Avs are offering Landy a, a three-year deal in the range of McKinnon's salary at
1: 6.3. Neat. Yeah. Uh, so let's assume he's on the Avs NHL roster somewhere. Is he your eighth D? Is he leapfrogging timmons is your seventh d is he your oh no ej's not going to be healthy sixth d i'm struggling to see how you drop him into your lineup again and say that you've made your team better because the top three are obvious mccarr gerard taves are not going anywhere yeah i can't see how you possibly sit bow and byram for this guy
2: yeah well and then connor
1: timmons earned a job right Connor Timmons played and quite well for you in the this playoffs.
2: This is this is your. We really didn't want to play Jacob McDonald. I guess if if Eric Johnson is not helping on healthy. opening night, we yeah. really don't want to play Jacob McDonald. So and look if uh, you know Evan put out yeah, a thing today, people have about playing him at forward. Sure. Yeah, and if if he ends up if he ends up at forward,
1: it's not any better. It's, now he's just taking a spot from Martin Cout instead. Yeah,
2: or or any of those guys. Like or, which which yeah. like I would I would rather see what Mikhail Maltsev
1: definitely has to offer. Definitely, I would I would rather just roll with Kiefer Sherwood um, again. Yeah, another guy Logan, who, who Logan O'Connor serviceable at the NHL level. Two guys. Yeah, last like, year. So like Logan O'Connor should have a job pretty much just locked down.
2: Yeah, or, without without question here. Um, like like this okay so you do put him at forward then it's like this is this is stupid like this is like what are you what are you doing
1: i i don't know i i don't i don't know how you fit this guy into the lineup of the abs i just don't i mean i know how i know what's gonna happen i, I assume that he's the ej replacement until ej is healthy
2: but I, I mean, we we don't even know that much because free agency truth. opens tomorrow. I mean, right. What what
1: happens if the ABS go sign Jake McCabe or Cody CC tomorrow?
2: Yeah, right. or one of those other guys. Like this really does then turn into your. Why oh, okay, did you well, do this? Yeah. Now, now he's taking Jacob McDonald's job as like the flex guy. Like that uh, will play yeah. forward or defense for you, depending. I. It's really weird. I yeah. don't understand. <laughs> And, <laughs> I, I, like, and it it like There isn't there isn't anybody, okay? Like, cause it looks like Sheldon dries and TJ Tynan and those cats are all moving on. Yep. Um free agency opens tomorrow and they haven't brought any of those dudes back.
1: They've the dudes they're um, gonna bring back on HL deals they kind of already have. But.
2: Right. Like like I wouldn't play this guy at forward over Jason Meg, no?
1: Yeah, probably not. And, and but like, so here's the thing, right? It's Andreas Wingerly, like you, you just you, signed that guy. You want to see world, what he has, right? right? Yeah, but so
2: we're talking about this dude potentially moving up and four, and this doesn't even get this doesn't get into Shane Bowers, Martin Kaut. Uh I guess we'll throw Alex Newhook on there for right now. Uh, and New-Hook, of those dudes, Newhook's the most likely to have a spot, right? Right, I'm, like I'm just just saying, like sure, sure. Uh, and then I guess if you wanted to sample Ranta Jean Foodie as like. Maybe getting way down there. Right. Like maybe. But it's like, what? Well this doesn't this doesn't make any sense. Okay. And then defensively, okay, defensively. If he ends up as like your eighth or ninth guy, like that's ideal because then you're multiple injuries away from having to be forced to play him. Right. But then like Jacob McDonald was just very serviceable for well this you just gave Dennis Gilbert to QO you got decent minutes out of Dan Renouf. you have Justin Barron there this, this is, is basically older Keaton Middleton
1: so what are you doing This is why I, did
2: they give up a pick for this I, I
1: don't get that I wanted to get into Jacob McDonald and Dennis Gilbert because first of all Jacob McDonald is essentially the polar opposite of a hockey player than what you are going to get out of uh out of McDermott McDonald has fairly good underlying numbers. He's a firecracker of a hockey player that just goes in and and plays YOLO all the time, every time. He's fun to watch. And McDermott, his ability to play hockey is probably the least of his skills that he has when you're putting him on the ice. You're basically putting him on the ice to do anything but play hockey. You want him to run people over and punch people. And that's about it. And when you look at Dennis Gilbert as an archetype, is that not what you would be targeting him to be for you? Yeah. What does this dude do?
2: This is just, yes. Dennis Gilbert and Keaton Middleton already had this job. They already, they were already here and for this exact like thing, like that's the element that they bring. That's what they do. What is the appeal here?
1: I, I don't are know they, why you'd play him over Jared them. Benner? Yeah, I don't know why you'd play him over them. And however, I do know. I guarantee you, the conversation will come along in the middle of the season where the Avs are going to be playing someone like St. Louis, and they're going to say, "Well, we want more heavy bodies in our lineup." This is the stereotypical thing, and and McDermott's going to find his way into some hockey games. But, you say
2: middle. You say middle of the, the St. Louis is the second game on the schedule. Eh, it's happening right away, yeah, bro. It
1: might. It
2: it's might. happening right away. Like I don't. I don't want to get. I don't, don't want to make too many like. Definitive statements and all this because uh, tomorrow free agency be opens tomorrow. Yeah. Like free agency opens tomorrow, and as of right now, the ABS still have nineteen point three million dollars to
1: spend. Yeah,
2: work so, to be done
1: in in spades. As of there, yeah.
2: yeah, there there could be a whole bunch of things that happen. So we don't know. We don't know. But it, like, it's really one there's no way they gave up an asset for this guy and don't have him in the NHL roster plans and yep. two if he's in the NHL roster plans who's sitting because they wanted to play this guy yep. and it's just
1: those the, and like look
2: if they you you guys are you guys are all about the moving the EJ and look if somebody's willing if somebody's willing to take EJ off their hands and that money and they move him and okay then this move still doesn't make sense. Yeah, right. Like I, it, they're they're not they they shouldn't be in any
1: way related. Usually, when usually you have a pretty good feel about when a move is a part of something more in the works going on to it. And for me, this trade feels very much as a random one-off that like doesn't add up to anything else. It, it, the ads just paid a fourth-round pick for some guy to be their eighth. To sixth defenseman, somewhere in there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure he will punch faces great, and the Abs will get what they want out of him in that regard. But I don't, I, I don't know how you can play him. Certainly can't play him every night as an NHL defenseman.
2: I even a, a rebuilding team. Yeah. Didn't want to play him every night on yep. defense. He was that not good. Yep. the The, the L. A. Kings were like, we can't play this guy every night. We we're trying to lose games. We're fine losing games, and we don't we don't even want to put this dude in our lineup.
1: Ugh, I, All right. This, Conspiracy this theory. Grubauer, Grubauer was too bored in Colorado and said he needed to face more shots if they wanted him back. <laughs> so they intentionally got weaker defensively to give Grubauer more workload.
2: Yeah, he needed he needed to stay in a rhythm easier. Yeah, exactly. That way, that way he doesn't fall asleep at the start of game six when a puck comes out of the corner that he just never sees. <laughs> there you have it. Easy conspiracy theory confirmed. Um, this, this this it's on it's on Curtis McDermott to prove that this isn't a, just an incredibly stupid thing, nonsensical. Yeah, yeah, a, a huge waste of everyone's time.
1: Yep, for sure. All right, like it's on him now. That that so far today for ABS news. Obviously, Landy rumors have been swirling. Grubauer still unsigned as well. With free agency starting tomorrow, um, those. Oh are no! Are they all
2: are. went to Vancouver. The market's empty.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Those those are where they are for the Avs right now. It's th- th- it's crunch time, I guess. AJ, you expect both of them to get to market? I don't know. He doesn't know. All right, can live with that answer. At this
2: at this point, it, who knows? I mean, we're so we're so close that we'll see. But well, you know, the, the the great fear is that Vegas just moved out seven million dollars and then turns around and gives it gives it to Gabe Landeskog.
1: Yeah, that I mean, anything's possible, right? Which I do want to talk about that in Vegas in just a second here. But we are brought to you by the Ball Corporation. Head on down to Ball Arena to catch a game. But they're also hiring here in Golden. You can text Golden to. Is it 77222 or is it 22777? No, it's 77222 for sure. Text Golden the 77222 or go to uh, ball.jobs.com, uh, jobs.ball.com. I don't know. Allie, you have the thing, right? That tells them where to go. Maybe. Either way, ball. Yes, Arena is I'll great. get it to you. <laughs> uh, either way, ball is a great company, like legitimately. They, they, are fun to work for, whether it's, it's working in their plant. There you go. It's 77222 and jobs.ball.com. I was, I knew I was right. Should have trusted my gut. Should have trusted my gut on both of them. Uh, they work not only with aluminum cans and things like that, but also in the aerospace industry as well, sending satellites up and monitoring resources here on earth. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, they're hiring. I I'm not sure how many, spots they still have available. At one point, I think they were hiring like 400 people for their golden plant. So lots of opportunities. They pay a living wage. Have actual, you know, like employee benefits and things like that going on. So be sure to check them out. They're great. Can't recommend them enough. Get yourself a job, earn some money, then you can go to Ball Arena and watch Avs games. Also brought to you all by Hassle Cattle Company. You Can always get damn good meat from Hassle. But right now, you have a chance to win some damn good meat for free. They're giving away a $200 gift card and a sweet little cooler. All you have to do is go to their website and ship them your email address, and you are entered to win the $200 gift card and cooler. It's a great opportunity. Of course, you can always get 10% off when you use code DNBR10 on their site if you just want to get your meat right now and not wait for the giveaway. But, you know, why not use both? Give yourself uh, an opportunity to go full Drew and and pack your entire freezer full of meat, uh, which I guess Drew has like a meat freezer specifically which is I that's like a thing that hunters do right I've never really been a hunter in my life so I don't know okay is that not a thing that hunters do like what why the fuck are you asking me do I look like uh, a hunter I don't look all right people surprise you sometimes you never know do I look like I've ever killed anything in my life <laughs> Just my hopes and dreams. Other other than that, Dr Pepper that I was
2: just killing, I smashed that was <laughs> a smash up thing. And I mean, I mean, I guess I I did get kicked off of social media for
1: violence. So true, you're basically a murderer. Uh, of course, also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Obviously, Olympics going on strong right now. I know I've been consuming an insane amount of Olympic coverage. In uh, in my war room here, all four monitors. Bro, I was up them. till
2: like three in the morning. I was I was I was like in and out of sleep trying to watch uh, USA versus China and women's
1: volleyball. Oh, see, I was watching USA versus Great Britain in rugby sevens. Oh, how'd that go? USA was up twenty-one-seven at the half and blew it. <laughs> it. It was it was painful in the second half, man. <laughs> Dude, it was well rough the us uh
2: the us swept uh, china in women's volleyball so all right well there you go a little pick me up right there uh, that fun. <laughs> dude it's crazy they were talking about china like china's like oh this is a huge deal and they haven't won a set in the olympics yet they're 0 2 and they haven't they, they got swept in both of them
1: all right so if you missed out on the pre-olympic offer which was literally free money uh, they're they're extending it, but they did have to change it a little bit. Now you have to place any pre-event wager of $1 to win $100. So pick an event that you're confident the Americans will win any medal in. doesn't even have to be a gold, just a bronze or better, and you will get that $100 for $1. So not quite as a surefire lock as literally any medal at the Olympics, but still a great bet. Very- that, that was a pretty good bet. I think they're 20, 20 medals deep already. Yeah, yeah they, they've already knocked that one well out of the park. But, you know, if you have a good feeling, if you know you know your sports at the Olympics pretty well, you know what America's good at. I think it would be pretty easy for you to pick up a uh, 100 bucks pretty easily here when you use code DNBR to sign up for a new account. DraftKings super easy to use. Just jump in there, especially when you sign up, they'll just take you right to your your quick odds boost to make that bet easy for you. Thank you, Sasha, who says twenty five medals for the U S. already. Um, yeah, their app is super awesome as well on your phone. It's it, they're just awesome when they give away deals like this because it it's pretty darn close to free money that you then you can make more bets with. So download that top red DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code DNBR. When you sign up to turn $1 into 100 in free site credits, all America has to do is win a medal in the event that you pick again, DNBR code, let them know we sent you. It must be 21 or older, Colorado only new customers only restrictions apply See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. I wanted to get to this topic is thank you for the super chat. Pin King. Uh, AJ touched on it for a second as well. But the Vegas Golden Knights trading out. Mark Andre Fleury. Uh, finally getting out from under that cap hit a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a weird way to put it after the guy wins a Vesmas. Yeah, you know, but... he's the best goalie in the league, but they also don't have to pay him. And I it was no salary retained, correct? Correct. Okay. So they do they do completely get out from under that one uh yeah they should have totally traded for a guy that's going to turn around and retire on them <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't again especially if there's no salary retained why would you do that when you could just sign grub yeah um however flurry does end up in the central division now Sure. I, Do you care about that? I
2: don't think he's going to play for them.
0: Uh, going think.
2: going into the off season, the the conversation was that uh the convers the conversation was that he wanted to play for Vegas, he wanted to play for Pittsburgh, or he didn't want to play. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago rolled that dice and said, "Sure, we'll give you a nothing player." Who, by the way will continue to play in Chicago's organization despite Vegas now holding his rights. <laughs> cool. Why bother? Why not just why why pretend at that point? Why why act like this is a deal just it, I don't under just just do like what Philly did and just be like we don't need anything in return.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just give us the player, it's fine.
2: Yeah, like you can't even you can't even make a PR argument because they failed to tell the player in before he found out on social media, which a player that like, I can understand Curtis McDermott finding out that he got traded on Twitter, but Mark Andre Fleury, a guy that has been the face of your franchise since you, since, since your inception. Yeah. Like a guy that has been your heart and your soul and your everything. What are you doing? Not just giving him a simple heads up giving him the courtesy of the phone call how do you not tell him that this is on the horizon what is this like what what are you doing like players notice this stuff you know yep they're gonna note like oh if they'll do that to flurry they sure as hell aren't gonna care about me the second the second that 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 my value versus cost gets gets skewed in the wrong direction because remember this is the guy this is the guy that just won a Vesna yep He was the best goaltender in the league. And then not only that, but they pull him at the end of their playoff series and roll with Leonard. I, I, I don't know what to say about it. I think it about something.
1: Yeah.
0: What are you doing?
2: Like I get, we, we all knew that they were going to do something to clear out the money. Okay.
1: get it. But, <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing that confuses me. This is just... why why does Chicago think that Flurry is the answer to their their woes? And I know they needed a this goaltender. This is a goaltender. I, I know they needed a goaltender. I understand that, but do, do, do they really think that Flurry is makes them a contender? One year of Marc-André Flurry if he even plays? Well, and it's it's like was that the you
2: you like like did 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 and not do a decent job of them
0: last
1: Like year? he was like, solid,
2: maybe not spectacular, but and yeah, I'm I'm you, with you in that. I don't under I just I don't understand why
1: Chicago um, would do it. Yeah, it, especially Chicago freeing up, maybe not in the central, but still a direct opponent in the Western Conference. For Vegas, can now go do something else and get better theoretically at least but uh carrie thank you for the super chat do you have signed grubauer if not who replace him ask again tomorrow bud yeah we'll we'll see we we've, we've been talking about those every day
2: yep um
1: we'll tomorrow see it'll finally I mean, happen one way or another yeah. you
2: replacing replacing grubauer uh with a cost efficient option would be a lot more doable uh in theory anyway than uh
1: Replacing Glanderskog, of course. Yeah. That's how goalies work. So. In any case, though. Flurry situation. As you mentioned, Vegas now has money to go out and do something. What does that end up being? We'll see. But. Not. uh, No longer stuck in Cap Hell, I guess. Yeah, well,
2: and they still so flurry the seven million is gone. Great, they still yep. need a backup goaltender. Like not super. They can you can do that on the cheap, yeah. Yeah, not super hard to do that. Um, right now, they've got twelve million in cap space. The Martinez deal is not on there. Um, the, the new Martinez deal is not on there. So, um, Nolan Patrick doesn't have a deal. And they only have five defensemen. Um, with Martinez, it would be six. So, yeah, they have to they've take care 12. of some internal stuff as well. Sure. Yeah. yeah, so like they've got the And, Like we've seen, like if you want to dump a, if you want to dump a
1: contract, it's just not that hard. Just call Arizona. Congratulations, you've dumped a contract. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Well, that.
2: yeah, Nichushkin syndrome. So the one time that we were wrong about a guy. and hilariously the one that if you go back and listen to those shows it was in the middle of august and we were like we are overblowing this because it's the middle of august and nothing is happening so this is the focus of our day um yeah there were actual there were actual reasons for optimism with val Nichushkin, though like you could talk yourself into certain things and those things happened yeah, that
1: for the record. Curtis, I,
2: Curtis McDermott doesn't have uh, an optimistic thing to talk yourself into.
1: Yeah. There was no Curtis McDermott doesn't have a solid NHL season in right. history. He has he has not been a good NHL player ever.
2: ever. It just hasn't happened. There isn't anything to talk yourself yes. into or lie to yourself about. The only thing it is is he's big and strong and mean and tough. He's also And, like, look, do the abs need that element? Yes. Absolutely, he, we would all agree that they could definitely use more sandpaper, but you can't do it at you can't oh, do it
1: at the expense of all other skills. And the thing is, he's also 27 today. So, it, it, with Val, he was 24 when the Avs went and got him. So maybe you can talk yourself into seeing there's some upside there. He can he can still hit another gear. This is it. This is who Curtis McDermott is at age 27 there's no there's no significant leap in his game barring, you know, something exceptional happening. Yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, so, if you if you want to
2: think that we're being hysterical or or over you know, overblowing it or whatever, like that's fine. It ignores all it ignores all context and acting acting like they're the same thing is comically
1: disingenuous. Well, I mean, even even our dislike of the val machchushkin deal conceptually there was a spot for him on the roster
2: well and and, it, and with nachushkin there was a it, it wasn't even about him all sure. all of all of it wasn't even about him it was what we had talked about with McDermott okay if that guy's playing uh who someone has to sit yeah who's who's not yeah you know so uh that's yeah anyway
1: yeah it's uh they're just two different situations yeah
2: they're they're not really comparable all right there's like reclamation projects and then there's and then there's like are you hoping for a miracle or (laughs) like, it's one thing to be like, Hey, maybe this guy can get like somebody earlier asked about, uh, James Neal. Yep. Like James Neal had an entire decade where he was
1: a very, very good NHL player.
2: He had 10 years in a row of, of scoring 20 goals or more. Yep. And so like, there's a track record where like, if you're like, Oh, Hey, the Avs don't sign Landeskog, and they want to, they, they want to give him a, a one-year deal for $2 million, and they're going to put him next to McKinnon and, and Rantanen, and he's going to rebuild his value, and he's going to whatever, whatever. Like, There's a world where you could totally talk yourself into, like, maybe miracles happen. Like, maybe, maybe this guy gets back to a level he hasn't been in five years or whatever, right? But with a guy who has never been a good NHL player, it's like,
1: what's the upside yeah, where, here? like where's was, the hope here? right what where does this player go and... Yeah.
2: like what are what is the best case scenario you can envision because what the abs got with val Lichuchkin was it yep that was the best case scenario the best realistic case scenario that they were that they they were going to talk themselves into when they signed him that day and it happened and that's awesome that's been great for valid it's been great for the abs but in this one what's the best case what's the upside I like the the best case is he becomes Ryan Graves. And like if he does that, that is a huge win for the Avs. But yeah, it also obviously. it also comes completely out of nowhere yeah, I, because there's nothing in over a hundred well, NHL games played to suggest that's, that's even
1: remotely on the horizon. That's my problem with this trade is personally for me, the best this goes is that. He never plays a game in an Avs jersey and he just sits there in the press box. (laughs) You give a four you give a fourth round pick for To not play a dude. Yeah. Like that's I I legitimately think the Avs will be worse for having putting put him in the starting lineup. So (sighs) Elliot
2: Friedman. Okay, working on some stuff. Biggest one is probably Landiscope. Hearing seven by seven is on the table, and there are discussions about the possibility of eight years. We will see where this goes. There are others who want him.
1: AJ about to dump. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to say a fucking word. <laughs> uh thank you for the super chat, James. With Connor Garland getting four point nine, do you think the Canucks are Capable of getting Elias and Hughes at less than fifteen together. I don't have to say a fucking word. He signs, <laughs> he signs a seven by seven. <laughs> Just uh, post uh, that face you made after the Avsign signed Taves. That and I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm. We're moving on. Yeah. That uh, Vancouver. Elias and Hughes.
2: 15? Uh, You know what? Actually, just let me look real quick. Um, Let me look at their cap situation
1: really, really quickly because I do want to dig into this. I think it's really interesting. The Hughes market is relatively set, right? Haskin got 8.4. McCarr got 9. I don't think it is. Uh, I don't think the Hughes thing is set. You think they're going to get him cheaper? I think the Hughes thing is
2: a bridge deal, and I've said this all Mm, along. Okay. I think the Hughes thing is a bridge deal because he's gone. He went the other way. Um, where you look at, where you look at Haskinen, uh, and it's very like, he's been very, very, very good. His, this last, this most recent year was kind of a down year in comparison, but he's very good. Dallas got screwed in their schedule where they basically played every other day for the entire freaking season. It was a total disaster of a year for, for, for Dallas is what I'm saying. Haskinen, Absol- absolutely, deserved every cent that he got. He kicks ass, no doubt. Kale McCarr, same thing. With Quinn Hughes, he had an exceptional rookie season, one of the great rookie seasons by a defenseman that we have seen in the last thirty years. But like then. I, I want to absolutely give him full credit here. I don't want people to think that I have it like have it out for Quinn Hughes or whatever. He saw more like, slumped though. He did. Quinn, Quinn Hughes was awesome. And then his second season, he was still productive, but the even strength production started to dry up a little bit. And analytically,
1: he cratered. Defensively, especially, yeah. Cratered. Like, that, like,
2: he was Mount St. Helens. Like, you woke up one morning there and Quinn Hughes was on the top of the mountain. And And then that, by the end of the day, yeah, it was all gone. And like the points will still get him paid, but I think if Vancouver is going to be smart about this, that's a bridge deal. That's, that's, that's three by, that's like three by seven, three by six. That's where I would go with Queen Hughes.
1: Just saying. Just, just putting it out there, just for YouTube, just to confirm. Uh, in any case, so do you think they can get uh Patterson for a relatively decent deal as well? Where are you at with that?
2: So Patterson, I think there has to be a minor concern here. Two point per game seasons, really three. I mean, he was basically point per game. Okay. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. I worry that last year was the concern when he got drafted, is that he's very, very slight of build, and that one he's more susceptible to injuries, and two when he comes back from injuries, he could just keep racking them up.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's a concern with just about anyone who's had an injury. But
2: for the record, Caleb um, uh, Quinn Hughes is not eligible to be offer sheeted. Yep. He has um, one more year, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because he, uh, his first year, he played like yeah, five games didn't, or whatever, and qualify. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for Patterson, I would try and get him long term, but I would, I would go into the, I would, I would try and stay in the seven to eight range. Because if you look at you look at comps, um, maybe, you know, this is where I think Nico Rantanen would be an interesting comp at nine million. But the thing the thing is, is. At that was when the cap was still going up, so you'll have to take some sort of like a flat cap hit. Sure. Maybe that's like 500k seven. So maybe like eight, eight and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe that's where, yeah, yeah, eight and a quarter, eight and a half, somewhere as a center,
2: and and not where he because Rantanen was also way more than a point per game, like
1: squarely at at the wing as well, though. Yeah, yeah.
2: So maybe Sebastian Aho's the better comp.
1: I mean, I'm sure Vancouver would like that.
2: Let me let me see. I'm not sure Aho was quite as productive. He was.
1: They were yeah basically Almost identical, yeah. Yeah,
2: they were right on that. So I think I think maybe Sebastian Aho's a better comp or right about eight and a half million. Um but it can't be it can't be no for f- five years though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Personally. All right. I mean, at the end of the day, we're not a Vancouver podcast, so uh anyway. Let's move into uh, final thoughts. As look, the trades are what they will be. If some wild contract nonsense happens later today, we may turn this stream off and just go live immediately after <laughs> again in a panic if the Avs do sign Landy or Grubauer. Um, but either way, we will be live all day tomorrow. Evan Rowell will be joining us. I
2: talked to Big E last night, and he says that he wants to come on, and he wants to hang out and see if hopefully
1: good stuff happens. Yeah, not five hours of us doing nothing like last year.
2: Last year was the (laughs) roughest free agency day we've ever lived through. It was like four and a half hours of us being live, and nothing
1: happened. I think like three major deals got signed, and that was it. Like... We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Be sure to like and subscribe here on YouTube. You can hit the bell if you want to hear us every single time we go live. Like I said, all day tomorrow, we'll just be chilling, hanging out, shooting it with the with the chat as we wait for the deals to come on in. We'll have our usual show as well, but it's been fun. Uh, last few days of uh, interesting stuff happening, most likely, until we head into the deep dark of, of August for the NHL, so We'll be here five days a week, no matter what. But on this one, thank you for watching, listening, however you consume the podcast. We appreciate it. We are out of here. Did you see this Patrick Nemeth deal? No, but I'll look at it in a second. We'll talk to you all. See you tomorrow. Later.